Cole had a song with J. Cole, Mr. Nice Watch. I don't even think Cole wears watches anymore. <laughs> like, look where his life went. Listen, he don't man. even look like the same person from his first time. I love Mr. Nice Watch. I love that song. That song is really bad, and I don't want to. Are you serious? Mr. Nice Watch is one of the worst records ever. Ever? Nah, I can't, nah, you, I can't, <laughs> let, I can't you let you get, get that, that off. off. You can't just say ever. New Rory and Ma. Welcome to another episode of the New Rory and Ma podcast. I am all. I'm Rory. How you feeling, man? Good. Two, two episodes in a row I identify as Rory. We'll see if that changes. I'm good. I like I like when you identify as Rory. I guess uh-huh. it's the guy that I've come some, to know and love. So. Some episodes I feel more Eden. Some episodes I feel more Damaris. Yeah, it just gets a little weird. Sometimes more Baisley. You yeah. never know. Because you, you, you got the dog in you? I'm just going to ignore that and pretend uh, like it's just you and I here. Uh, I'm good, man. How you feeling? Uh, cool, man. Good weekend. Uh, spent time with the fam. Okay. The fam is in town, so spent time with my nephew, my sister. Um, yeah, that was about it. Uh, I know your sister listens to the podcast, so you're probably going to lie. How long, without bad circumstances, of course, would you allow your sister and your nephew to stay at your house? What's the what's the cutoff day? Like when shit is like when nothing's you, fucked yo, up. Like I'm a listen. Honestly, like you got a home. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, man. You know what? It is? I, I I realized I really just don't like people in my space. I I agree. As an only it's, child, it's, I can it's, speak to it's it. So, and I'm not the only child. That's mm-hmm. why it's really weird. But yeah. it's like I just I don't know. I like I like things in a certain. You weren't even order. in the womb by yourself. Yeah, like I just like things. In the, <laughs> but maybe that's why. Like maybe it's like mm. all right, enough of this shit, man. Like I want to be alone. Like I came into this yeah, world. Let like, me experience this life shit alone for mm. a few. Um, I don't know. I, I just I'm just used to like just having things a certain way. Even if it's messy, it's like organized mess because I know exactly where shit is at, even yeah. in the mess. So it's just like when you have people in your space, you got to kind of like you know adjust and move around differently but um you know that's family i love them to death so it's always good seeing them but it's time to go as long as you i'm not there with my family with that conversation yet mm-hmm. i like allude to certain shit but i can never be like hey you can leave my house now yeah yeah you can't you can't say it you don't want to be an asshole yeah you don't want to be that dickhead you don't want to be that guy and then you know life is for us is, a, is better now and mm-hmm. first thing that happens is, oh he's acting funny yeah, yeah he's changing <laughs> he's acting up the money's changing up you know it, it's like no i just want to be alone mm-hmm. i love y'all you know what i'm saying we're family forever but i just like being in my space alone and then i got the second bedroom together thinking my mom Cause that's what she kept asking for. Like, where's, where's my bedroom type yeah, shit. Their moms always want to know where they sleep at. Set it up thinking like, oh, this will be a way where like, we won't have to see each other as much when she's here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does, why doesn't she not go to her room? <laughs> like, can we, <laughs> can your mom we, have to say, can we roll reverse and be like, Hey, go to your room, please. Like get out of my <laughs> go space. Do so. Go outside, take a walk, get some fresh air. All the things you used to tell me, mom, when you go outside and like, do that. Now. How much local news can you watch in this living room? <laughs> yeah, my man. God. I mean, I love, I love family, but um, yeah, after about three or four days, it's time. And then you become a uh, geek squad at Best Buy. Nothing ever works. Yeah. Uh, so there's a great documentary out right now, Rory, and uh, we were watching it. Well, you watched it. I only watched the first one, first episode. We was watching the second one. Um, the most hated man on the internet. On the internet. I feel I've always felt that I was pretty in tune with the internet since I don't know, maybe 2006, seven. Uh-huh. I feel like I've kind of known what was going on on the internet. We forget about a lot of things that happen on the internet, like some a lot of things that just happened during the pandemic. We already forgot about, let alone. 15 years ago mm. on the internet. Um, so this documentary, uh, what was the gentleman's name? Uh, Hunter Moore, I want to say. Hunter, Hunter Moore. Moore. So just just like uh, Firefest, which I didn't even know about until it hit the internet with everything blowing up. 
uh, shorty that that scammed her version of Soul House. I didn't know about until the the Netflix doc. Mm-hmm. Um, this here happened in 2010 when I was full fledged on the internet, just like J.R. Smith in the DMs. Yeah, gross. I had no idea about this, and this dude was on Anderson Cooper giving it up. I think that um, this was a part of the internet that. I think it was for a very select for group fuck, of people. fucking losers. Yeah, it was. It, it, this was a weird part of the because in 2010, uh, Twitter was really big, mm-hmm. um, and that was probably the one thing that all of us were on. I mean, Instagram was around, but Instagram wasn't Instagram yet. It yeah. wasn't what it is today. And Twitter I, was the was the place to be. I think this shit hit the fan in 2010. It, it started earlier, I think, in the MySpace days is when this community of fucking weirdos uh, came about. But for those that haven't seen it. Um, this gentleman, well, let me not even say gentleman, this piece of shit, Hunter Moore, started this website for revenge porn where you could upload nude videos, photos of women. You could add their addresses, phone numbers, where their parents lived. And then it just allowed a comment section for everyone to just say really, really nasty things about the naked woman. Um, and I don't think it was actually just women. I think it it did move into the dicks as well. Yeah. Um, because one of the guys said, you know, back then you have a sidekick. He was like, what do you do with your sidekick? You take pictures of your dick. Mm. I was thinking like, whoa, I was, you know, group chat maybe. I I had a flip phone and then I went right to the uh, Blackberry curve, I want to say. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, I'd never had the sidekick. So I never so had I was, the sidekick. I was very late to dick pics. Yeah, no, I never had the sidekick, but on the Blackberry, uh, we were not, I mean, I don't, Recall we were take, emailing, yeah, BBMing. BBM, um, but but apparently this was a, a a big thing back then, uh, revenge porn. This dude was a super dirtbag. I was watching this shit like, I do see where his crew has influence in the internet now, like just these fucking super loser kids that get no pussy that got hurt by a girl once when they were fourteen, mm-hmm. now sit at home and feel empowered by violating people from keyboards right like i see where that spilled over into the world i i think this is probably the, the beginning of it but he's this dude was super super dirtbag absolute piece of shit he's still not sorry for what he did he went to jail and came out and was like i'd do it all over again so i don't know he's it's um we're making jokes but this dude was like the epitome of fucking scum. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, and a, and a fucking loser for that matter yeah he was lame he was lame for this but it's just amazing uh the amount of people that will support lame shit, um, the amount of traffic that he generated to the site. Well, the, the internet has allowed, well, let me not just say the internet, but it, it's definitely increased the amount of attention lame people get. And then the lame people, and by lame, I'm not saying social status. Or anything. We're talking about losers that fucking leak women's yeah. photos yeah, yeah, and yeah. say mean comments under shit about women. Right. It's about those lames. Yeah. When lame see another person get quote unquote empowered or attention uh, for being a hurt dirtbag, mm-hmm. yes, they they follow behind him mm-hmm. because lames breed other lames and they get together and do more lame shit. So these whole crews on the internet of, of certain cliques, like I know we make jokes about the fan bases of, of artists and shit, but there is crews on the internet that just do all this nasty fucking loser shit. Mm-hmm. And they all feel like it's okay because they're all doing it together and they feel like they're empowered because they can say things from a keyboard. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part of the internet. Uh, yeah. With no consequence because yeah. they don't have to come outside. It's just weird. You know, like you said, they end up on Anderson Cooper, um, all of these, you know, different platforms to talk about the internet that they created. But it's like 
this person created an internet, you know, strictly aimed at embarrassing people and, you know, putting putting private photos out there because they were hacking emails and they mm-hmm. were hacking phones or whatever they were doing and stealing these photos and putting them up on a website. Um, it's just a fucked up thing. But this shows you, you know, the audience that's out there waiting for this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was hosting parties. People were showing up. Girls were showing up. So on one hand, you have people that are like, oh, this is fucked up. This is, you know, this is wrong. And then on the other hand, you have a line wrapped around Webster Hall to get inside and party with this guy. So, well, it was interesting. I think maybe on like the third episode, I forgot who was talking. He was one of the FBI agents. Somebody was suggesting that one of the people from, I think they called themselves the family or something on some Charles Manson shit. One of the people in the family had said once it was over, they didn't know what to do because they were young. And they created their personality based off this internet bullying shit. And we've had that internet bullying conversation and say it doesn't exist. To me, this is, this is internet bullying. Mm-hmm. It does exist. They created their entire personality based off this. So once they couldn't do it anymore, they didn't know who they were. And yeah. these, that's what these Sick. fucking lonely 12, 13, 14-year-olds are doing. And they do it for five years. And then they become adults. And it's like, wait, my personality is based off of saying mean things to people online to make myself yeah. feel better about how shitty I feel about myself. Yeah. And then We've now you're an adult. <laughs> and now you have to go make something of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, I don't have a personality. My personality is being mean to someone from a keyboard. And someone will actually punch you in person. It's... um. It's just interesting to see how far the internet has come since this. Yeah. Like, when you look at sites like OnlyFans and things like that now, like, now you get paid for posting your nudes, you get paid for posting videos and things like that. Um, so, was Hunter Moore an asshole or was yes. he? Yes. Yes. Ahead uh, of his time. Because yeah. people on OnlyFans, a lot of people <laughs> shoot content time. for OnlyFans and get yeah. paid for it off yeah. their consent. He was hacking people's emails that were. Grabbing some of them weren't even sending stuff. these photos to their significant others. Yeah, some were just in their email. Some women just were taking photos of their naked body, which they're allowed to fucking yeah, do, of course, <laughs> and not have it leaked, and Agreed. just doing that. And it was then empowering people that also were hurt fucking losers like Hunter Moore to then take photos of their exes and be like, "Haha, now your naked body's on the internet." Yeah, it's okay. like, okay. Now what? Yeah, weird times. Um, but check out the documentary if you haven't. Most hated man on the internet on Netflix now. Uh, we did learn something. You and I were talking, and we, we can get off this soon. We did learn something yeah. off this doc, though. Yeah, very informative. Star chasers. Star chasers. We've been calling. See, the thing is, you have to compartmentalize people and give people the right titles. And we've been calling. Uh, we've been calling. Uh, we've been calling them groupies. Uh, hoes. We've been calling them hoes. We've been calling them escorts. I like that one. Mm. A lot of names. Well, the one of the mothers of one of the victims of this uh, made it her business to find Hunter Moore and did a great job. Shout out to that woman. But they got a little bit into her past and like she had done interviews as well on talk shows. Uh, and she was labeled as a star chaser. Star chaser. Where she suggested that she would just go to parties and try to get into VIP sections <clears throat> with stars. And was usually denied, but said there's always a way. I always get past the velvet ropes. Yeah. So Maul and I were saying, we did not know that there was a term. And because words are very important now and titles of what people want to be called Mm -hmm. are important. I can no longer use the word hoe. I'm retiring it the same way I've said language use, before that I didn't fully groupie. understand. We can't use groupie. We Is groupie that bad still? You are a star chaser. You're a star chaser. It's kind of like Meek Damn. with the dream chasers. It's the star chasers. 
And the dream chasers. I've seen a lot of star chasers for the for the dream chasers. Absolutely. I've seen a lot of star chasers that were hanging out with the dream chasers. I get it. I understand. You keep everything in constellation. And some of them are shooting stars. Absolutely. Shooting stars. This was a this was a good documentary though. So check it out when you get a chance. I mean, it's a fucked up situation, a fucked up story, but the documentary was very informative. Um, we all lived in through 2010 that time and I never really knew that this was a thing but good documentary on Netflix check it out I used to be in Webster Hall around that time I'm glad I didn't go to those weird nights where you'd look at the flyers and yeah. be like who is going tonight <laughs> it was these fucking it was weirdos these guys. It, was, it, was, it was Hunter Moore and the uh, Star Chasers for meanwhile sure. though I was going like the Thursday 18 plus nights that were hosted by Joel Santana and yeah. Boy Banks so I may have been a star chaser myself <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you definitely was. You, you was chasing stars. I was definitely chasing no, stars I was, in, I was, in Webster Hall. I was chasing uh, not being twenty-one. It was the only mm, place I could go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those eighteen-plus nights were great. I feel bad for all the twenty-one-year-olds though. I never understood that when I was a teenager. I was like, I don't understand why everything can't just be eighteen-plus. Then I turned twenty-one and I was like, please get these eighteen and nineteen. Yeah. You learn pretty quickly why then, yeah. then I turned 25 and I was like please get these 21 year olds away from me <laughs> yeah, now I'm 30 good. and I'm like please get these 25 year olds away from me <laughs> it, it, it'll keep going um, new music mm. new music did come out so arguably the greatest artist living uh, greatest entertainer living Beyonce dropped an album this weekend um Listen, man, it's not much you can say. I mean, again, I feel like the music is not for me, my, you know, my demographic, guys like me. It's not for us to really bang and listen to, but I listened to it. I uh, listened to the album because Rory said it was a great album, clean the house. I said, okay, give it a spin. Um, and I was quickly reminded of how great of an artist Beyonce is. Like everything on this album, it was just like a tutorial of how to put out an album, how to create an album. Uh, everything from the artwork to, you know, just the music and the content and the transitions and the mixing and everything was just at the highest level on this project for me, just listening to it. Um, and there was some songs in there that I can I can I can groove to. I was gonna it say wasn't I, feel, as, I feel like she did a really good balance of making this album for everyone when it could be deemed for a specific group of people mm-hmm. or just a specific type of music lover that's mm-hmm. into dance and more club stuff. I I saw people saying this is the most complete Beyonce album ever. I would say the self-titled one is, but this quickly went pretty high up in the ranks for Beyonce albums for me. Yeah, this this album for me is definitely one of my favorite Beyonce albums. Like I said, I don't I don't, you know, listen to Beyonce albums much, but obviously I recognize the amazing talent that she is, so I have to listen to this and, and and check out what she's doing and putting out. But this was a um this album is, is is up there for me on her on in her her discography for sure. This is one of Beyonce's best albums. I see Damaris reaching for the mic. Oh no I just wanted to um ask if Mon learned how to vote yet. If I learned how to vogue? Mm-hmm. No. I, I, I read, You have the hips for it. I read Vogue magazine. Really? Okay. Um, do you? Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah. I you read do? Vogue. I still pick up Vogue every now and then. Yeah. You still pick up like magazines? You still like pick up like the actual like magazine? Yeah. Maul looks like he definitely opened up the cologne sticky shit. And rubbed it on and himself? Yeah, it was like, yeah, this is for me. Oh, y'all think I'm one of them dirty Bronx <laughs> niggas. 
Okay. <laughs> right before you hit Webster Hall, you went I in. Right I learned to the story. Right before hitting Webster Hall, no, no, no. I had cologne in the crib. I had cologne in the house. I promise you. Um, but yeah, I'll you definitely d- put the Chanel blue. I have that. I yeah, have you do blue. look like a Chanel. You got you got Dior Savage too. No, 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 Roy, where do you rank this on uh, Beyonce's discography for you? Um, oh, I feel like this is a hard question to answer because choose wisely. No matter what, you're wrong. Choose wisely. It's a really good album. It's a um, really good project. Choose wisely. I think I'm gonna go. Wait, am I allowed to change my mind like in an hour though? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. Why would you change your mind in an hour? Because it, it changes. You know, your, your rank of Hove albums doesn't change every now and then. Not really. That's a different conversation. Because when you were there, but yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go <laughs> self-titled. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Four, and then this one. Okay. Okay. Well, he's definitely a dangerously in love guy. I out, don't know, out the man. Gate. I, I, this is this is probably top three. Mm. This is in her top three for sure for mm. me. I think top so. three, but not one. No, I don't think. Nah, it's two. It's it's only been a weekend. It's been a weekend. I can't. I can't say this is her best album. Just over the weekend, but this is um off of three listens. Like this is up there. This is top three. It's a very easy listen. So she's um projected to sell between two hundred and seventy five thousand and three hundred and fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. For opening numbers, what do you guys think about that? Uh, just how much sales have changed and how much yeah. like do they matter? Like the fact that Beyonce is projected, and I don't want to say that's low, but mm. it is a, low for what, her. It's, it's low of what we of what we're used to with with certain artists and certain sales because we've we've seen it with the Drakes, Kendricks, go like the rap world as well. But that does seem very low, and I'm not speaking to the content of the music or the artist. It's just that's low. Yes. For Beyonce to see uh to see th- that number two seventy five to in between to three fifteen, that is that is kind of low for Beyonce. With with a, but sales like we like we're saying is sales have changed, um so it is what it is. Um, is there standout singles on this? Hell yeah! Well, and I don't mean that in a way of the record negatively. I, it, it it feels like with the transitions, I understand why. She put out Break My Soul before just to start this entire rollout and the other chapters and to sell the merch and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This album to me is similar to the Beyonce self-title. You, sh- you don't need a single. Everything runs into each other. Nothing feels like, like with four, there's like just actually singles that are like, oh, this we made mm-hmm. this to be the single. I say that the internet has been loud about Alien Superstar about cozy he, he did i feel like even though i don't feel did. like it's a single i just think because she was getting her shit off at the i end. like virgo's groove virgo's groove again energy. but it's six minutes long is that, yeah, is that I, gonna be uh i like that record plastic off the sofa is my favorite song mm. followed by um thick because i just felt like she was talking about me and that's all it's the truth all right what happened? you feel like she was talking about me at it mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> pure honey is my <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, listen, listen. All right, we learned it. Beyonce's an, an album artist, so Beyonce is 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 arguably the greatest artist of her generation. Um and when you say artist, it, it doesn't mean just singing. 
you know, Beyonce is arguably the greatest entertainer of her time. Mm -hmm. uh, arguably one of the greatest vocalists of her time. Um, she's just all around. She checks all the boxes. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know but what I mean? As, as far as, as far as that's what I'm saying, trying to pick a single or the next single, she, like I said, she's an album artist. Like even the, the transitions in this album, you never even realize that the song is changing. Love it. No, the album, um, like a, from so, it's just it's it's a this is a masterclass in how to put your art out there, how it should sound as far as just the mixing of it, the quality of the sound. It just it's a complete project, man. This is this is Beyonce is that this is this is what you expect from Beyonce. You don't expect anything less. Always expect greatness. You always expect her to. You know, just all the other artists look at her like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, she did it again. Like, it's it's nothing to... You don't have to like Beyonce, but you have to respect her artistry and just the, the type of artist that she is. Like, it's it's just what it is. You have to deal with it. It's not going... She's not going away. She controls whatever she wants to do. She's going to mm -hmm. look how she want to look, sound the way she want to sound, move when she wants to move. Accept it, love it, respect it, and appreciate it while we have it. When did Beyonce become an album artist? Hmm. And how do you become an album artist? Because there's very few people that have the luxury of just well, being well, well. An explain album what an album artist is. Um, people are more focused on the full project, and you have to do less of, if any, singles to get someone to listen to your album. Hmm. So you don't have, for to example, Cole put out an interlude like a week before his album. That's mm -hmm. an album artist. Kendrick didn't put out anything. Mm -hmm. um, even Drake rarely puts out a lot of singles. People are, are there for the full project. Now, I, I and I'm saying just for popular artists, because there are yeah. more underground that have the luxury because they just have a cult fan base and can't just put the album out because everyone's sitting, waiting for their every word. Mm -hmm. But getting to do that is really hard. Well, let's because let's, four, she was not an album artist. No, it definitely started with Beyonce, but that's what I'm saying. Let's actually did she force that on us, though. Like, I don't mean force. I just mean, did she change the narrative on her own? Because she went from four where I don't know, I had like what, seven fucking singles. She put out mm -hmm. mad video. Like it was a very single based album. Mm -hmm. Then you just do the no rollout drop. Everything. Surprise drop. I mean, that is enough of a bomb. Is, is that your way to to kind of ease people in but only Beyonce can do some shit like that especially in right. 2013 well that's what I'm asking you to clarify album artists because an artist not putting out a bunch of singles and just dropping an album is very different from an artist who actually makes a cohesive album like for example I don't think that Scorpion was a cohesive album but it was it just dropped and it didn't have a whole lot of singles on it like Scorpion didn't have that many singles but it had two right uh, I think they might have been post singles. I don't. Yeah, I don't even think. Yeah, I think they came out. Or no, was God's plan on Scorpion? Drake Drake is is good for doing the. Uh, you guys might be too young. Mall will remember the street record, mm -hmm. which they would put out before the actual single. Drake will do a street record that will be the biggest record in the world, and then not put it on the album. Well, Drake just keeps a feature. His Lucy's are are singles, yeah, and then and they're not on the album for like a lot of time. Three and he, singles, and he keeps a, a feature that's in heavy rotation. That's you know, he's on everybody. He has a verse on all of the, the biggest records of the year almost. Every well, no. Year. Nice for what? <clears throat> nice for was, what? Was, was a big single. In my feelings. Single, very big single. 
Uh, In my feelings was post that that caught. I don't think he knew it? that was going to catch. Yo, how the fuck did we start talking about Drake? At the because we were talking about Bingo album card. artists, and Rory brought him up as yeah. an album artist. Yeah. So I was asking oh, Rory, okay. is plan. he actually an an album artist? Does he make cohesive albums where if you listen to that, you have to listen to the album from beginning to end? Like that's why. That, that's, that's what not I think fair to album. put on an album artist because I don't. I don't want to make an album like that you have to find the balance of yes you can listen to this straight through mm. without skips but s- songs need to I think it's live just, by themselves as well i think it's that's just what makes a great to, artist i think it's bad to to talk about double albums and, and cohesive that's it's hard for point. a double album to be cohesive man that's just a, a lot album, of fucking yeah. music it is a lot of music that's just a lot of music but see what makes it a double album because he told you it was a double album i mean uh, 20, yeah. 25, 25 tracks, tracks. Chris else. Brown will release a whole it'll be one With album and it'll be 40 tracks and he doesn't tell you it's a double album it's just Chris Brown's album well that was we adjustment <laughs> to streaming and yeah. that, that was different yeah the Scorpion is two drastically different sounds on two different albums put together and this is only a, Renaissance is only 16 and that shit goes by fast it goes by really fast goes, and so they aren't really short fast. songs either nope so this is the first uh, installation of yeah this is one of three. One of three that's crazy well, um, she she got this one right. Yeah. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what she does from here with the next two uh, installations. Do you guys think that the next two installations will be um, of the same genre or do you think that she'll switch genres? I mean, I think the rumor is almost confirmed at this point, right? Yeah. It's R&B for the next one and then country for the third. Okay. I'm, I want to hear what that country album sounds like. We already know what a and b Beyonce album would sound like. Um... I don't know if well, we that's... Know what R&B we know, we know what like. an R&B pop album sounds like from Beyonce that has R&B songs on it, but an R&B album, like... Beyonce doesn't have any all R&B albums. Yeah. No, but I mean, we know what it would sound like. Beyonce's R&B. Oh, no, of course, but a Beyonce full, full R&B. album. Well, like, like a whole album of Me, Myself, and I's and I Cares. She's the biggest star on the planet, so it's pop, but she's an R&B singer. Like, she's, she sings R&B. Um, I would say... I disagree heavily. Be, she makes that. R&B music, but Beyonce is not an R&B artist. I don't think she's not even she's close. A pop artist. She makes R&B music, but she's she, a Beyonce makes pop music, and I don't mean like it's, it's pop, pop because she's popular. Beyonce yes. makes pop music. Yeah, yeah, she Beyonce makes she makes all music. She's great yes. to make country music. Yes, but Beyonce is rhythm and blues. There's nothing else to talk about. I would say Lemonade was the closest thing, thing to, to a, R&B. Yes, a Beyonce R&B album that we've gotten. Well, either way, uh, it's just fun to to see some uh, artists like this when they're in this creative zone and, you know, three installations and we got the first one. The first one is great. Everyone seems to love it. Seems some people not really feeling it. It is what it is. You can't please everybody. Um, so the R&B installation or the country installation is next. We don't know. We don't know which order is coming. But um, either way, listen, man, just got to appreciate this type of talent, this type of artistry. And... um. Hopefully find some inspiration through it. Right. Yeah. And whatever that you're creating and whatever that you're doing, try to create it at, at a very high level. I'm trying to think what the exact definition of an album artist would be. I think we kind of know, but whereas the singles aren't the main focus of the rollout, the album is, and then you're creating a full body of work rather than a bunch of singles you put out to hype up whatever this release is going to be. Yeah. And, and but, but I think album artists have to 
be the single chasers in the beginning before they can be respected as the, hey, we maybe don't even need to put out a single or put out one single, announce the project, and we're all just sitting waiting for the full project, not your next single. Because Beyonce, like we said, with four was very much mad singles. It's a great album too, but she was still in that space where she had to put out a bunch of singles. We got to do the the pre-rollout video shit. Now she's in a space where, all right, Beyonce, just give us the album. Mm -hmm. And very rarely do artists get to that space. Like Cole and Kendrick are there, but they had to do swimming pools. They had to do the Miguel record. Drake had to do best I ever had. Like artists definitely that are already album artists still have to play that game. And I just can't think of very many album artists that we will stop everything for the full project without having to hear a single or what's been going on in their life. <laughs> what's your what's your greatest album of all time? What genre? Any genre. Just to you, what is the greatest album of all time? For me, it's Thriller. Okay. Michael Fair Jackson, enough. obviously, right? So Thriller, you look at the single, you know, you look at the video. Video mm-hmm. was, dance, was a short movie. You knew that they were they were betting it all on this album. This was the one that they felt like was going to change music. This was this is the album that was going to solidify Michael Jackson as the greatest entertainer in the world, the greatest artist in the world. To me, when you say album artist, it has to sound the the, the album has to be a complete. It's almost like a almost like a score mm-hmm. for a movie. It has to it has to tell a story. It can't like a lot of times these these artists now. The albums that they make, it just sounds like a bunch of records that they just recorded and said, okay, this is my next album. But it's like there's no real story. There's no real, real like, it's like, it's what is the journey of this album? What is this album supposed to do for me when I listen to it? If it's just a bunch of records with some features on it from other artists. And, yeah. You know, good songs, but it's like, what is the 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 overall picture? Like, what, what am I getting from this album? Can you do that, though, with having to play the single game? Because every artist has are. to at some point. It depends uh, on who you are. To be a popular one. Yeah, it like, depends on who you are. I'm looking at side two of Thriller. And if you don't know like know the album, just beat it to Billie Jean, Human Nature, to PYT. Those four in a row. Mm-hmm. One could make a case like those are four singles that mm-hmm. are by themselves. And this is a very much single-driven album. But then if you know Thriller, you're like, oh, Thriller's a complete Absolutely. album. So I guess maybe... We're just saying that what makes an amazing artist is that they can do the singles, but those singles become the full project, I guess. I'm trying to word correctly. Because again, let's use for Beyonce as an example. Mm-hmm. Let, let me pull up that track list because it's a track list of a bunch of singles. But I would say it's a pretty complete album. One plus one, I care, I miss you, best thing I never had, party, rather die young, start over, love on top, countdown. Uh, end of time, run the world. But with both those, there's those, a, there's eight singles in there. <laughs> both those albums that you just mentioned, both uh, Mike's and Beyonce's, even if they didn't choose to put those songs out as singles, they fit in the flow of the album. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. The album that separates. I guess the, the album is a complete. It's a whole thing. It's not just oh, I recorded this song. Let me put that on my next album. It goes. It's a. It's a chapter. In, in the story It's like okay This is this chapter now This chapter Like it has to It's a vibe Like you, you just know When certain artists Completely stopped 
everything that they were doing and like life just became this yeah. project. And also they created the album and then picked the singles because I think creating the album as a full, as a you project. You don't even think of the singles. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, and then going out and picking and saying, okay, this one will hit and this one will hit instead yeah. of going into the studio and saying, I need a single and then let's find somewhere to throw this in on the album. That's what I think is the difference between Four and Beyonce. Granted, Four ended up being a extremely great full album, but it definitely feels like they walked in and said, all right, girls run the world. This mm-hmm. is single. Let's yeah. let's figure out the choreography. This like that became a they thing. Knew what whereas, that was do. whereas Beyonce, obviously, she dropped it all at one point and a visual with every record. Nothing on there felt like we had to have a staff meeting about what the first <laughs> single single is going to be. Second single, like, but again, chicken and egg theory. How do you get to that space where you're allowed the? Um, I don't, I don't know what the exact word would be. The luxury of becoming an album artist because there could be great, great artists that already have the talent to make a full, complete body of work, but nobody will care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to bring the attention with playing the single game in the beginning. So is there any artists that have came out the gate from album one to five that have not been on any type of single time? Because Cole, we know now, is the, uh... the most album artist you could ever think of in hip-hop currently maybe kendrick but cole we if you remember his first career he was chasing every fucking single you could find he was striking out he was getting number ones it was a single game for cole he was doing features he was grabbing miguel on every shit he was was grabbing grabbing he was grabbing he brought bernice to west fourth he was trying everything (laughs) cole had a cole had a song with j cole mr nice watch i don't even think cole wears watches anymore (laughs) Like, look where his life went. Like, he don't man. even look like the same person from his Mr. first time. Nice I, I love that song. That song is really bad, and I don't want it. Are you serious? Mr. Nice Watch is one of the worst records ever. Ever? Nah. I nah, you, I can't, I can't let, you, let get you get that, that off. off. You can't just say ever. I don't listen. I don't love it either. I, love I don't. That I don't. Song. I don't like the record like that. But just the fact that J Cole has a song called Mr. Nice Watch, and now you look at J Cole today, and it's like, well, and this, this, this isn't he going never on. Really a, wanted to make that type of music. This isn't going on a tangent. I think Mr. Nice Watch and this first Cole project was the shift. You know how we talk about uh, 50 vs. Kanye was a shift from like the street shit to the nerd shit mm-hmm. as far as rap? Yeah. This was for labels, the shift in you old fucks do not understand what's going on. Because they was putting Cole in with every last hit producer you could think of. Who was the other guys that was with Wiz? Stargate? Star? Mm-hmm. It was putting him with everyone that didn't work. And Cole and E was like, bro, can we just make our music? We know our fan base. I've been on tour for two years straight. I know what my <laughs> fan base wants. I know what the internet is saying, what they want. I, I literally talk with my fans. And they was like, nah, dude, we need, we need that single. And then that's how you get a Mr. Nice Watch. That's Jay being out of touch. I know we're not allowed to say things. I think Cole's career woke Jay up as far as uh, an exec and how times were shifting. Because you see what he did with Drake afterwards. They did more of like a B-side, cooler record that we knew the internet would love. Instead of trying to do the single chasey shit with your Jay-Z uh, verse. Yeah. Because this I, Mr. What? Come on, bro. This song I like, is I like bad. the fact that, but this to me. Uh, and I don't blame Cole. I blame Jay for this. I, really I think like at some song. point this this actually helped uh, Cole and, and Hov's relationship. Because I think Jay did a great job of stepping out of Cole's way. He let Cole be Cole. Move on your Not own the beginning, time. Not, right. But I, I think... After this, right here, this album. Oh, for sure. After this, I album. think this was like you know what you got to let him be who he is. I think you it was can't, the, can't try to mold him into something else. I think it was the transition for not just 
Columbia Rock at that time for all majors that, oh, the traditional way of putting out music with these new kids, I mean, obviously they're grown men now, but Cole, Sean, Kendrick, all of them was kids at the time. With these mm-hmm. new kids is not the traditional way of building a fan base or putting music out. We don't need to single chase anymore. Right. I think this started it. And then with streaming, I feel like we went back to the single chasing. I feel like we got away from it after Cole's first album. And yes, of course you had to have a single. I'm not saying that. But radio right. became less relevant. Mm-hmm. There was ways on the internet just to create a fan base, to go out and tour, meet your fans, put out a project, and you'd be all right. Then Beyonce put out that shit in 2013, and a lot of artists thought they were Beyonce and realized quickly that maybe I do need to put... You're not Beyonce. <laughs> maybe I need to announce something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it did kind of solidify that things have changed drastically with how we do music rollouts. Mm-hmm. I feel streaming put us back into a big single game. So many well, you artists, gotta do we, something we see, to get the to get the streams up. You got to do something to let the people know you're you're working, you're recording, something is happening. But look at Atlantic's roster. Half of them even putting out an album would be dumb because there's so much. Just put out the record on their Spotify profile. Mm-hmm with their monthly listeners. If you see their, their, what their single stream and then what their album stream, it's like, wait, yeah. are these the same artists? Right. Because... Not they, only that, have, the shows. Oh, of course. Fucker will have six billion fucking streams and can't even sell out SOBs. Right. So... <laughs> that's... Right. I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. You think I'm exaggerating. No, no I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Um, so I feel like we have actually backtracked... And I guess that's why I wanted to have the single versus album artist conversation because it has gone back to a lot of single chasey things where playlists have now become the new radio and getting placements on certain shit. You've got to do the single stuff because you have to get in the algorithms. The only way to get in the algorithms is through singles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, it's just in a, I don't know. It's in a fucked up place for, it's different for every single artist. <laughs> um. So we landed on, I guess, you know, the, the comparisons are, you know, everybody on the internet seems to be wanting to compare, you know, who's the greatest entertainer of all time? Who's the greatest artist of all time? Mm. You know, you got the Beehive saying, Beyonce, you know, it's not even close. She's the greatest entertainer ever, you know, and you can understand why the Beehive would feel like that. And then you have others that are of age that remember, remember the time. What was what, what was Michael's hive called? Earth. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's listen. It's I'm one of the huge. I'm one of the biggest Michael Jackson fans. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce. I'm, I don't. Th- I don't think it's fair to compare her and Michael Jackson. I understand Michael Jackson is the bar that every artist shoots for. Every artist aims at. Every artist is inspired by mm-hmm. at some point or another, but um, why, I think why it's unfair. You, you can't compare Beyonce why? and because you just you just can't, man. It was a different time. Uh, well, okay, if, let's let's take if the time Michael off. Jackson well, has social media. Like, are you kidding we're, me? We're, per, we're comparing their careers, though, not their talent. Okay, but I, yeah, I but think that, they're a fair it, comparison. It goes hand in hand to begin it with. Goes hand in hand. No, no, started out early in their careers, very young. Groups went to solo acts. Mm-hmm. They are both true actual vocalists that could really fucking sing. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are true fucking dancers, choreography, everything. They sell out fucking stadiums. They're entertainers at they, the highest level. They are true musicians. I think it's one of the most fair comparisons to have in a debate. They literally mirror each other in so many categories. Well, you again. could say you, you could say uh, who would be better in each category. 
they both check off boxes and categories where I don't think you could find two other artists that do the same thing. That I, check each box. Absolutely. I, I, but, there's, but there's other boxes, though. There's, you know, Michael Jackson. Obviously, Beyonce is inspired by mm-hmm. Mike. She's on the record saying it. You know, we don't even have to talk but, about that. That's why they marry each other so much is because Beyonce picked out Michael and chose to mirror him. Right. That's sure. what she wanted. You can mirror. You can mirror. I could. I, I tried to mirror Michael Jordan. Guess what? Jump, jumper wasn't. Coach I got was the sneakers. <laughs> that was it. You know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't, you know. But I just think that you have to let Beyonce, just let her stand on her own. Like, don't, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I try not to get caught up in comparison because it's, it's just Michael Jackson, you know, I don't know if I, I I've, I've never seen video of people fainting for Beyonce. Maybe it's out there. I don't know. Michael Jackson had people, people fainting mm. at shows. Like it, it's just different. Like you got the military behind you. You can go to these different countries, like escorting you. It's just a different thing, man. Michael was, you know, he was larger than life. He was, you know, it was almost like that. He's not even real. So, and, I, and I know, and that was, to me, that's one of Michael's biggest attributes was his mysteriousness, his mystique, his aura, his uh, his ability to, to to make you feel like he's not a real person. You don't see him. He's not accessible. You're not going to just bump in the mic in a club somewhere or at a restaurant. You're not going to see him. Like, that just didn't happen. Well, all right. That's where I'll say this, the sliders on certain things. So, yes, as one of the boxes, Mike has did have far more popular impact on the entire world than Beyonce did. But also, to your point of different eras, I always go back to my favorite Drake line. I don't know how they survive in this era. Do we know how Michael would have fared having to be on social media the way Beyonce has been able to keep mystique and stay relevant with social media? Because that's a fucking skill in itself. Mike wouldn't have been Who, who else media? can do that? Yeah, Mike who could be break. this active on Mike, socials? If Mike posts on Instagram, that shit would break. Of if course. Mike posted, if he went live on Instagram, no, I'm, that I'm, sh- I'm saying if they were the same age, let's say Michael Jackson, rest in peace, would be 40 years old today. Mm-hmm. The way Beyonce has started career in 1998. So Mike at 40? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying we don't know how he would have had to adjust knowing the way he spoke about just not fucking with people and hates this shit, how he would have maybe not remained as fucking relevant because he was so scared of the public. Mm-hmm. Beyonce has found a way that I don't think any other artist period has felt accessible and so unaccessible at the same time. Because we, when you go to her, her tours, those, all those wedding and baby photos and like the shit they do is the greatest shit ever because she keeps herself so away from us and then so much on top of it when it's time to put music out. We feel like we know her and then she also can be this mystique yeah, or like what's Beyonce doing. Her life. I don't yeah. know any other artist that does that as well. Today? She has a very active Instagram. Like Beyonce, and again, you could say it's a team, all that, whatever. It still takes mm-hmm. from Beyonce at the end of the day. Absolutely. Also, it's, if- it's all ifs and hypothetical. I just don't know how Michael would have handled that. I mean, granted, we know he went through a lot of public scrutiny, but... But we can also you know, Mike, say Mike didn't fuck with people. You can also say if Be- would Beyonce be as big as she is worldwide if it wasn't for the internet? If she lived in Michael's era, would she be oh, able no, to she keep would, that? Beyonce, uh, she was gonna be. She, she well, Beyonce I, was gonna be as big as she is regardless of the era. To me, well, I'm, I'm saying if Beyonce started her career in 1970 and was the same age as Mike, I don't know. Just because of the times for a black woman as a pop artist, there might have just been a ceiling regardless. Um, so I think that's unfair to say Beyonce uh, in the same time as Mike. I mean, Diana Ross. Not exactly. Because Janet was huge too. Janet. And she was popping. Yeah. But she was a pop artist. 
Janet was huge. I mean, and I think Janet would have done better in the Beyonce era than her. I agree on era. that. I agree on that. Wait, I, say I, that again. I think if we went, was it 98 to 2022, the Beyonce era right now, I think Janet Jackson would have fared be- better in that era than her, her actual era. <laughs> Wait, Janet is a fucking icon. What are you talking about? Of course she is. Yeah. But so, he's saying she would have been, been, been bigger, a bigger icon. How much bigger you want her to be? You want her to be Mike? Close, close to it. I mean, it's, it's not hard. that we. It's when not what we want for her. her. It's, well, it's, you, do you think Janet? Who who is bigger? Beyonce like or Janet? If Janet? Well, obviously Beyonce is bigger. That's, so and, I, and I'm saying Janet could have gotten to that level in the Beyonce era. Let's say Beyonce's not here in the Beyonce era, though. Janet Jackson could have very well been that because it it was a different, more progressive time for a black woman to be a superstar. When Janet was the shit that Beyonce wears now, when Janet used to wear it, it was de- deemed risque. Yeah, like it was. That's where she got the sex symbol title from as far as her and Madonna, because what they were doing back then was risky. There was, like, there was Megan a, do that it, shit on live every five seconds word. now. And it put a ceiling on how big Janet really could have got because the risky stuff they tried to put a, a lid on. Yes. Like if Beyonce's titty popped out at the Super Bowl during her performance right now, nobody would care. Like people would care, but they wouldn't have cared as much as they did in 2002 when before YouTube was created. And, and that was... Way at the latter part of Janet's career, too. That was more of a nostalgic uh, performance mm-hmm. than it was a I'm actively putting out music performance. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't like the, the, the caption, Janet could have been bigger in Beyonce's era. Because Janet was huge. Like, in yeah, her era. Of course. Doesn't mean she so could be bigger. Like, hand know. to hand to Beyonce? I mean, I just, I, I, in all honesty, I think that, you know, the fact that her brother was, is the biggest star ever on the planet, mm. it's almost like... Damn, like they're comparing her to her brother. Well, Mike is your brother. You're supposed to be just as big as him. And it's like it, nobody's gonna be as big as Mike. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, but in her, in her regard, and her in, in respect to her, she's still an icon. But look at us. We're comparing Beyonce to Mike right now, as far as like because she's, she's the not... biggest of her generation. Mm-hmm. She's the biggest of you know her time. Like, so you have to compare the biggest of their times to each other. I get it, I understand. I just don't like to do it. I like for people to kind of just Especially when you're talking Beyonce and Mike, it's just to me. But either way, Beyonce is the greatest entertainer of her time. Well, I we don't did, even think it's close. But we we're asked, not t- talking about if she's the greatest entertainer of her time. We're talking about if she's the greatest entertainer of all time. Or the most successful. Honestly, the, the I'm conversation. Not, I'm not ready to put her above Mike. Let's let's I, I let's can't. round back to. I agree with you, but let's round back to the original conversation, right? Because I feel like the original conversation is a little bit more, a little easier to actually debate. The question was, who had a better second, second half of their right. career? That's what we asked last time, and I'm glad we got on that that tangent though, because that was good yeah, conversation. It was, but, but yes, the, be- the that can be compared. Okay, so who had a better second half? All right, so where are we starting the second half from? Well, they both were in groups as kids. So I'm counting Jackson 5 and Destiny's Child time. Is that fair? That's fair. I think that's fair. So I I wrote down Beyonce's first album, which would have been Destiny's Child, was 1998. Michael's with Jackson 5 was 1969. Michael's last album, Solo, 2001. Beyonce's last album, obviously 2022. So that puts Mike, second half of his career was 32 divided by 2. 16? Yes. 1985 would be the middle of Michael Jackson's career. So right so after right before, Thriller, right, right after before thriller Bad. The middle of Beyonce's now would be 2010. Hold on. So right yeah, after. Yeah, 2000, 2010. So, so basically the four album. Four and, and on. 
So okay, so four Beyonce, Lemonade, Homecoming, uh, The Lion King, and now Renaissance. Is it fair? It's a, to put it's a pretty Renaissance, and it just came out three days ago. We can't really yes. count that, can we? Yes, we can. Oh, we count it. Okay, yeah, so we'll yeah. count it. It's yeah. a pretty fucking crazy lineup. It's a crazy lineup. <laughs> Great lineup. Uh, we said what eighty five. So that puts the bad album, which is crazy, uh, dangerous, and invincible. Again, I don't know if this is this a fair. You're not beating those three out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas can't fuck with Mike. No. Niggas gotta. That, but this, but see, this is what I'm saying. That's but, why it's not fair. You gotta leave Michael Jackson alone. Are we talking about talent, or are we talking about who had Man. a better career? Are Listen, we talking about who had a better you talking career? About, are we talking about let the ghost of Michael better, Jackson sleep? Are dog, we talking about who if had you a better career? Listen, I'm a Michael Jackson stand. I'm with. All, I don't think anybody can compare to Mike. But Man. what we're asking is, who had a better half of their career? Second. Let's not act like. Second, better, yeah, better second the, half. Because the first half is not up for debate no, at all. <laughs> yeah, this is, so, but this let's is, not pretend. Like, let's not I'm pretend. trying to do the sliders, no, so because yeah, we know Michael's first yeah, half is career, yeah, no take, one's touching that yeah, shit. But let's take not them, talk. Take are we just sliders. talking about albums? Because Michael did not have a good half of his second half of his career. I know. That's why I'm just trying to be. <laughs> we just said I'm trying to be an <laughs> asshole and just trying to help Beyonce. <laughs> we just said the second half of his career was bad. The bad album. I'm not talking about his albums. Crazy. Your career is not just the albums that you put out. Plenty so we, of people put out. Amazing oh, I'm, I'm albums. going off discography. What are you really? talking about? Yeah, we're going. Off, we're going. Off, we're going off albums. Right oh, now. you're just talking about. So we're just yeah. talking about the. Oh, duh. Michael yeah. wins. Are you, are you talking about scan? Like scan? That oh, shit, y'all shouldn't even try to debate that if we just talking about albums. That type of shit. I don't. Listen, the feds didn't. I'm talking about scandals. I'm talking about touring. I'm, I'm talking about uh, public perception. I'm talking about everything. If you're going to say the question, who had the better second half of their career? If you're just talking about oh, yeah, but they, but oh, yeah, but we know, yeah, but we, listen, man, we know that we know what they tried to do to Mike. We know what they tried to do. Like we listen, we got enough information now. The feds raid your property twice. Don't find nothing. That means it is, it's nothing there for them to hide. Like it, it is what it is. Like Mike is the greatest entertainer, the greatest artist to ever Tablet. Like it is. What uh, it is. Listen, man. Of course, we know bad is the bad album. You said what? Um, of course, we know that. What did you say? But if, if you're doing the other, like, I fuck with Dangerous. What don't get it wrong. You said bad is the bad album. But we know it's the bad album. Like, it's fucking, nothing's going to be bad. I'm going with the other two. Dangerous. I can make a case. No, you can't. What's the you case? No, you can't, baby. Four Beyonce Lemonade, Homecoming. Cause now you get all the hits too. Yo, I love Beyonce. Lion She's King and Renaissance. Stop. We're not, doing, stop We're not doing. So you're just saying the bad album beats all of that? Yes, I'm, I'll say it. <laughs> bad, bad works seven of those albums. What, what, what you talking about, man? Tripping, this is that's what I'm saying. It's not fair because then it starts to sound like we're not giving Beyonce respect. We are, and that's why I don't like doing shit like this because Mo, of course. Don't do that because before we got on mic, you said that Beyonce wins. No, but now, but, but once you start telling me what we were counting, once you gave me what we were doing, now I understand. Like, no, like, nah, not at all. Which man. album you said that uh, Michael's that was trash? I'm calling you out. Um, uh, I didn't really like the. What's that last album right there? Invincible or Escape? Escape, Escape doesn't count. That doesn't. Like, he wasn't even a lot. Yeah, this is like posthumous. I think like, does Michael he count? Wasn't even a lot. I I don't think Michael counts. I think this is also posthumous. So Invincible is the last one. Yes. Yeah. Which was kind of... I was going to say. Which was kind of what? Invincible was right. like, which was I, Coming off of bad and, and dangerous, like, it's, it's, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't up to bad. This it. compared to the other two albums? But Butterfly, I mean, it got some... But no, no, Butterfly's the joint. You Rock it My was, World was a joint? It was some shit on there. We're not going to act like it wasn't yeah. some joints on there. But in comparison to bad and dangerous... That's like nothing. I'm just, just saying, all, I feel like everything from four on beats Invincible. Obviously, bad beats everything. So now you just got to debate dangerous versus 
two or three Beyonce albums in there. I can make a fucking case. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> please click on Dangerous, please, so we can remind Rory. About I know what's on so Dangerous. Dangerous is amazing. Okay. Jam. That's okay. it. Okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's the it. first song. Jam. The first, remember like, the time. The first song. Please stop. heal the world. Please stop. Yeah. Black, Black or, or white. white. Please. Why are you talking to me, bro? You put like, up a good fight, Rory. Soon. I ain't gonna lie. You you please, you you go ahead. you put up you a tried. good fight, man. You but tried I, really hard. That's why I'm just not. Beyonce was sitting up like Rory. Hey. Fuck y'all, love on top. <laughs> great record. This is a great record. Great record. Yeah. Beyonce will be like, Rory she brought stop. the beat in. It's, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just time that we just stop doing this and stop trying to. I, I know that's just human nature. Look, Michael Jackson again. Yeah, right. It's human nature to just <sighs> compare the, the generations and the era and the artists and you know because everybody Mike is the bar. That's who everybody's aiming for. But it's just leave Michael Jackson alone. You know why I think I did want to bring this up during the Beyonce thing? I wanted to highlight, and I don't know why I had to bring Michael into it, but just for content purposes, I wanted to highlight that I think it's amazing that Beyonce being the superstar icon that she is, I think her discography is getting better with her age, where yeah. we no, usually for sure. see yeah. for sure. artists, that I agree their, their discography starts Start to go tape down. A little bit, yeah. I think she's in the best fighting shape she's ever been in. I think yeah. <laughs> And that's what makes her That's what makes her incredible and, and why we even have this type of debate. That's what I was trying because to do with the second half career. It seems like, like she's getting better. And I think yeah. that's because she isn't, Beyonce isn't getting into her 40s like a lot of artists do and try to start catching one. Yeah. And trying to start being a kid. She continues to create and, and be creative and try different things and also know herself, know her limits, know what her voice sounds good on, know what her audience wants at the same time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just she's very self-aware. Um, and I think her team is also very self-aware. She's, she is not just self-aware. She's she's in full control at this point. And I think that's that's the most important thing. When you're in full control and you're a, a creative genius and now you have the tools and you have the the access to bring your creativity to life mm. i think this is when you get the true artist and you get you know you separate you just separate the artists from each other it's like okay yeah they're doing that they're doing that those are cool those are cool but this is something totally different beyonce is something that just stands in a category uh by itself better actor michael or beyonce Oh my god! You know what? I'm not. Did you believe him as the werewolf? No, I I didn't for one second in Thriller. I was not scared. Beyonce gets a bad rep for being a bad actress too, but I don't think that that's true. I think she she's not bad. That's because people just can't stand to see somebody that's so big at like Mm -hmm. in music do something different. But yeah, and it's like no matter what her role is, like nigga, that's Beyonce. They said Janet can't act either. The only person I've actually not seen get that backlash that much is Bow Wow. I think people actually like Bow Wow. People like Bow Wow more Wait, as an actor. I didn't know where you were going with that, but landing on Bow Wow. <laughs> no, I'm, well, I'm, we're talking about artists. No, it's who like became... Beyonce, Janet, and then it's like Shad. <laughs> what? Yo, Those are my big three. Listen, Bow Wow. It, it, He's a good actor. Legend. But I was not expecting his name to be thrown on the fucking but we're talking, table. We're at, yeah. Well, at this point, we're talking about people who are in music, no matter how big they are in music, going into the acting world. People like Bow Wow more as an actor. Bow Wow outacted Beyonce and uh, Carmen Hip Hop Opera, I felt like. Oh, my fucking God. And then did her sister the same as Johnson Family Vacation. Damn. Nah, Solange held it down. Yo, Fabio said he signed the mace for five stacks. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love Fabio. I fuck with Fabio, man. I... <laughs> All jokes aside, Fabio, Fabio Foreign had an interview on Million Dollars Worth of Game. Shout out to Gillian Wallow. Um, saying that he signed to Mace 
for five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um, Mace then doubled back, double up Harlem. Um, he he did an episode of Million Dollars Worth of Game, and he broke it down and said that Fabio, in fact, got seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I don't know if Fabio's math was wrong. I don't know how he missed that many zeros. Maybe, um, <laughs> but it just seems like a, a classic case of a kid not knowing the business, music business, and feeling like he may have been taken advantage of. Uh, Mace being somebody who alleges and and feels like he was taken advantage of at Bad Boy. I was hoping that that wasn't the case. That I was like, damn, Mace, like I've been on my platform saying that, you know, I wish Mace and Puff can, you know, square that away and, you know, move forward because Mace was such an intricate part of the Bad Boy legacy and, you know, all these things. So now to hear Fabio say that Mace (laughs) signed him for $5,000, it was hurtful. I was like, damn. I wanted to know what that meant. When Fabio just said, I signed to Mace for 5K, I was like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You signed what in return for five grand? I didn't, was, see, the, I didn't see the episode yet. I am going to uh, check it out. Well, Mace- Because Mace, I need to hear Mace break down exactly, you know, he need, I, need, I need him to get into, I mean, well, we have it here. Yeah, the clips, read it. clips were circulating and, and I watched them, mm-hmm. um, the, the longer version. I didn't get a chance to watch the entire episode, but I watched the longer version of, of this specific topic. Said at one time I gave him $5,000, but I gave him $750,000 because I sent him up to do a deal to where I can control the deal, make the deal what it should be because I knew if he had the leverage, he would go in there and sell both of us out. Okay. What Mace is saying there is there was offers on the table for Fabio. It appears that Mace would have been the production house more or less, mm-hmm. which, which a lot of artists sign. They sign a production and then the production goes in there and does a joint venture deal. For example, artists would sign to Rough Riders and Rough Riders would go do a deal with Universal. Mm -hmm. He's saying that if Fabio went in there, he would have no leverage to do a deal with the label and would end up getting fucked. So he said, sign with me. I'll go in there because I have leverage with the label and we'll get a better deal out of it. It's what Mace is saying, Mm -hmm. more or less. Then we went in the building. I took 800 and he took 700. The reason why I went down to seven hundred, I'm talking about seven hundred thousand, mm-hmm. is because when I gave him seven fifty and I took seven fifty, he owed me fifty. Mace claims he put fifty thousand dollars towards Fabio's career before he signed the deal to uh, Columbia Records. Um. So yeah, I, I didn't watch it yet, but um, I'm gonna watch it because I I did want some some clarification on that. I did mm-hmm. want to make sure that you know Fabio wasn't in a fucked up situation with Mace, um, just because of the shit that Mace went through in the industry. I was just hoping that he wouldn't be putting another young, you know, just not knowing about the business artist through the same situation that he went through when he was a young artist. I was just hoping that that, that this wasn't a case of the cycle just repeating itself. So I am going to check out this interview uh, just because I do want to know more about it. And it's always good to see, you know, cats like Mace sitting on platforms and, and talking anyway. Yeah. I'm just curious what the, you know, what the, deal was about if they're going to talk about this publicly with, with everything um that's what i was more curious about i wasn't curious before but right now that they're going back and forth there's just so there's some it. there's so much that's left out in what they're saying that I, it's not even fair to make an assumption of, of what it is or what that five may just only have five grand in his pocket at the time I was like yo you sign Here you go, hold this quick. for a second yeah. right. <laughs> we'll take we'll take it out of the budget right 
I don't know what any of that was. I don't know what the deal with Columbia is. I don't know what the eight that May Scott was for or what the 750 was for. An yeah, album budget that, was what was the advance out yeah, of it? What was like it's I said, just, that's, just that's too much shit. Yeah, that, that it's more it's more to it. Like I said, I don't know if Mace breaks all of that down. I don't know if he's on million dollars worth of game breaking down the entire contract, but I was just hoping that I, I didn't see that. And Fabi again, wasn't signed for five thousand dollars. That's he, all I was I was I was hoping. And, he, it, and and Mace may be lying. I don't know. We gotta wait to see what Fabio says in response to May saying what he said. We don't, we don't know. I just hope that Mace isn't taking advantage of a young artist. Well, Mace got on Gillian Wallow and said, I'm, I'm Diddy 2.0. That was a joke. He was just joking. That and they, they put that out before, which yeah. was great, obviously, social media marketing. But in context, they put that out before Mace said, or uh, pardon, the actual interview came out. Yeah. So it did look fucking nuts. You saw Fabi saying, yo, he signed me for five grand and then Mace, yo. Did he point two point oh? Yeah, that was I knew what that was though. I, I knew what that was. Um more Philly, Philly news. Y'all gonna have to start calling me Malstradamus soon. I'm sorry. I, I told y'all oh. that I asked y'all when is Will Smith and Chris Rock gonna sit down when they're gonna have the talk. What about Malstradamus? No. Ah. Mal? No. <laughs> um and as soon as we got home the other night from recording, Will Smith put out a video. Uh guess what's this his apology? Mm-hmm. Well, you knew because you were so, holding the camera. To, <laughs> gross. To Chris, yo, recording a man's apology video is crazy. <laughs> like, like yo, nah, talking yo, to the yeah, talk right, right here. Look now. at me. Yeah, look, look at me. Yeah, look, look at, at me. me. <laughs> look at me while you apologize to him. <laughs> yo, look. Oh no, I've seen I've seen those videos in different circumstances. Oh yeah, oh, not yeah, this yeah. one. Oh, uh, uh, so when, yeah. <laughs> remember when Jim Jones? I would love ran down on dude and said. Do you yeah. think what you said was conducive yeah. to you walking around the city? Classic. That Great. was classic. Look in the camera and apologize. That was classic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Will Smith uh, issued an apology to Chris Rock. Um, if Eden could scroll up so I can read the top of something. I'm sorry. Reading. Okay, cool. Will Smith has broken his silence and openly apologized to Chris Rock, posting an emotional video Friday in which he goes through a series of questions addressing his slap of of rock slap? his slap of rock i like that his slap of rock on the oscar stage just minutes before he would win the best actor oscar smith said that he reached out to rock but received a message in return that rock will reach out when he's ready to talk um, i don't think chris is going to talk to him in public i think that's going to be a private call well he, i think he they'll did, talk pri- the- i think they'll talk privately first but they're going to sit down publicly for sure he I don't think that'll be that, the um, first time that they speak, but right. they're going to sit down on camera for sure. He also said that it had nothing to do with Chris and Jada's prior back and forth, said it was from his own personal shit. With which, Chris. He said it was I from his own personal. He, they said, is it because of Jada? He said, no, me and Chris have a history. Yeah. So like I said, it's, it's, it's some things that's probably behind scenes. I've seen a lot of videos when it all happened and they were saying that, you know, Chris Rock had done a bunch of stand-ups, throwing shots at them, and this, that, and the third. But my thing is, this is Chris Rock. He's one of the greatest comedians ever. Got to take all of these as jokes. It is what it is. Um, but Will Smith obviously knows that that was crazy what he did that night. Um, and this, is, I guess, is his his turning point of him extending the olive branch, trying to put this behind him. Um, so, yeah, like you said, on Chris Rock's time, I'm sure Chris Rock could talk to him eventually. And um, But right now, I think he's still on tour with Kevin Hart. You got shit going on. I know. I think he has a a, a, a solo stand up that he's doing that he's going to shoot. So well, I don't know. I don't know when they'll sit down. I do believe that they will. Um, and I I, I would love to see it because I'm pretty sure that they're going to talk about a lot of shit that's going to make things clear. Like, oh, okay, now we understand why he got his jaw tapped. You think, um, you think they'll do, still talk despite his response? 
Chris Rock's response? Yeah. What was his response? Everybody, Is this it? Yeah, everybody's <clears throat> trying to be a fucking victim. If everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the real victims. Even me getting smacked by Suge Smith, I went to work the next day. I got kids. Um. Yeah, so... I, I, listen, Chris Rock was embarrassed in front of the world. And it's hard to, as a man, to be embarrassed like that and then, you know, people feel like, oh, you should just accept this apology. You should. It's like, nah, when I'm ready to. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's when he's ready to, and and Will Smith understands that. Either way, Will Smith was wrong. He knows that he accepted it. He moved on. And Chris Rock isn't Chris Rock isn't wrong for not wanting to. Not at all. Him at all. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. Yeah. This is this has to be on your time. This has to be when you're ready to talk. Um, but the fact that 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 Will even has to come out and apologize to the world is insane to me. Well, he uh, had. I, well, you know why, reason, right? No one thinks this has anything to do with the $30 million he just signed and the emancipation movies being pushed back because of all this. This has nothing to do with Chris Rock. Well, it's time I've, for an image change. Yeah, I have a movie that was delayed because of my actions. They gave me $30 million. Yes, I have to do a fucking video and look like this, is, this really nice guy. And this is yeah. PR shit. Well, yeah, of course, but it's just fucked up. Because but he has to talk about it publicly a, because what he did was public. He's had a squeaky clean career. This isn't a, a career fucking criminal who has always been in the media for some scandalous well, shit. Rock, He's I mean, had a squeaky clean career. He made one mistake and they've made him out to be well, Will Smith. Well, Will Smith. The one who did not curse in his raps or anything. Like parents just don't understand Will Smith. They have made him out to be the biggest, scariest black man no, of all time. It's not that. Have it's they that he, he just. Yes, I'm they asking, have. I, the, 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 his colleagues, when all those people were coming out saying, I was scared for my life and this is abominable. He could have killed Chris. They all did that shit. Oh, no, Who those, said that? Yeah, those, those Matt, are people that just never up. had the shit slapped out of them. So, Nobody was going to die. So many of his colleagues. It's um. Yeah. Well, he 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 had to come out publicly and apologize because what he did was public. So he had to do that publicly. Um, I do agree with Rory. I do think that this is PR work. He has to clean up the mess that he created. Mm. He has to try to put it behind him. It's a lot of money at stake. Even though Will Smith has a lot of money, I mean, it's still a lot of money to make and a lot of money that he has lined up. And and I thought was a bitch move. And I don't know if this is the way they're trying to angle it, but it is kind of how it could be perceived. Don't ask me I'm ready to talk on some public platform when you know I'm on a world tour. I'm not at home chilling. You know I'm doing shit. And now if I don't respond now, I could be perceived yeah, as like the immature like one. Yeah. Like, oh, Chris Rock, Will Smith did this heartfelt no, apology no, 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 and now but, Chris Rock is just saying he'll talk to you no, whenever. No, no, He's you, on a world tour. Leave me alone. I'm working. No, that's the fact. But Will Smith did reach out public. I mean, privately. He He's did. been on tour. Right. But what I'm saying is this was, he had to do this because his actions were public. It was on the, on the Oscar stage. Yeah, he's not but even apologizing he's to out, Chris. He's reached this. out to Chris Rock behind cameras, or no, no mics, nothing. He's reached out. But he's been on tour <laughs> since that incident. Like, he, he went on tour the next week. If, yeah, if so less. He's, he's, just letting, he's just letting the public know, like, yo, I, you know, I reached out. I haven't replied to less for spot dates we've done in L.A. Yeah, like, he's a, on a world tour. That, that's, that's a 20-minute conversation on the phone. You've, he has 20 minutes to nah, talk on the a, phone. That's going to be longer than nah. 20 minutes. You slap me on the Oscar stage, we're going to have to talk more than 20 minutes, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, and I need my five they, Yeah, yeah. Like, cause, and we, yeah, we lining it up. We catching his fate. All of that is happening. And then after that, maybe we could, we could be cool again, but... But, we but definitely talk to be more fair, Will minutes. never said like, oh, he just like he's not mad that he doesn't want to talk to him. Will's thing is more like, OK, I'm apologizing to your mother. I'm apologizing to your brother who I was cool with, which I understand, because when you're friends with somebody and you slap the shit out, they sibling, it's like 
I've had that happen to me before. Yeah, but if I slap a nigga but I, if private, I slap a nigga, I'm not apologizing to your mama. I'm yeah, sorry. if I slap if I slap somebody in private, I'm not going on IG apologizing to their moms. He had Will Smith had to do that because he slapped Chris Rock on one of the biggest stages in Hollywood. I just don't like with this press release they put out that Will had reached out and Chris said no. I thought that was just a, a well, the bitch move because he's on tour. Well, the number one question people asked the moment this popped up, because the moment he started talking, the first thing I said was, what the fuck you ain't call his phone with this? And then he came out and said the reason why is because, well, he I did come to his phone with this. He said he didn't want to talk because the moment he starts apologizing, the first thing everybody's going to say is, why didn't you call his phone and say this? Why are you telling us? And, you know? I, and I think that's still not fair because I'm on a world tour. I just like the <laughs> fact how, that uh, you know, a celebrity as big as Will Smith is still like cognizant and in line with like marketing and how they got the Just Water sitting right there. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> you know those, <laughs> hats, those hats J- went J- crazy. Jaden's water, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, everything is like, don't think that everything behind him is just by oh. circumstance. No, no, no. But no. this is a complete business. Yeah, this was this And you was, know what's crazy? I don't even think that, I think that Will is really hard on himself because he did it publicly and will is a people pleaser he's he said that for a long time is that he's a people pleaser he doesn't like when when he disappoints like his fans or anybody he doesn't like disappointing people but i don't think that will's that sorry i think will's sorry of where he did it but i don't think that will is sorry that he did it and i think no nah, i'm gonna go the other way i think i think will smith he regrets i think he's sorry that he did that because you know where listen, he did it for yeah. for his i think that for his own personal reasons though not for chris yeah no not but i, I think a little <laughs> like, bit of both i think it's for his own career for sure but it's Chris Rock, dog. Like you slap Chris Rock. You know how corny that is. It's I agree. Chris Rock. Like so, I know. I know he realized he fucked up. He slipped up. Like damn, that was stupid. I shouldn't have did that. I do believe that Will Smith is truly uh, sorry about that. Um, because again, this is this is Chris Rock. This is somebody who he has a history with. He even said um, him and Tony Rock, Chris's brother, they were real cool, real close. So he no Chris Rock isn't a stranger. Chris Rock and Will Smith know each other. They've known each other for years. They've See, acted together. Like, so, I mean, you, you know. See how Jada I, I, was like, don't bring me up in that shit. Make sure you tell them niggas that I ain't tell you to do that stupid shit. Yeah, but I, I don't, I didn't even understand why people felt like she did anyway. Well, like, that was stupid. Jada, so. Yeah, like, that was stupid. But in, either way, I can't wait for these two to sit down and really, like, bury the shit and put it behind them. At so the we can table. all, not at the red table. No, God, no. <laughs> please don't do it at the red table. But they should definitely sit down and um soon, whenever Chris Rock is ready and done doing what he's doing and, and put this shit behind us. I don't think Chris is ever going to sit with him. I really don't. It's going to happen. Um, they got Drake, man. Did they? They got Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of you, you star chasers gave it to him. Did they? All the star chasers was in Toronto. Star chasers were definitely in Toronto. All of y'all was in Toronto this past weekend. You was at Carabana, Soka, Soka, you know, winding down the road. And then y'all went to the boys' crib. And somebody coughed. God mm-hmm. damn it. Or sneezed. Or sneezed. One of y'all got them. So or, now they fucked up the whole... Or fucked. I mean, I you know, mean, I wasn't... Or tickets yeah. cost too much. Oh, yeah. um, Wait, you don't... You think it just didn't sell out and that's why? See, it's a possibility. See, you see what I'm saying? You see I, don't think, I don't think for the, the, match, you gotta the take reunion... The scarf, take, the, take the conspiracy scarf off. Because <laughs> whenever you wear the scarf, no, you start going crazy. No, I'm not saying that that's what I'm... Th- that's what I think I'm saying. That that's what some people are saying. Because of the ticket sales everybody was beefing about? All of the the, 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 for what the reunion, was the, I feel like that was the one people would buy tickets. That for. would sell itself. Nikki, yeah. Drake, and Wayne is going to sell itself. Are they sold out? I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, the other event, the uh, what was it? The uh, the Northern Stars, the Northern that that look that what, that was like a different was, venue though, right? Yeah, but that should look like it was sold out. That should look packed out. So I'm only a listen. I don't. I think that if Drake is saying he has COVID, I'm not. Listen, I'm not mad at the thought of people thinking that 
Drake can't sell tickets. I think it's just funny when people think shit like that. It's not about Drake can't. We all know Drake can sell tickets. Yeah, so Drake, Wayne, and Nicki together for the first time in how long? Oof. I think that that sells out. Yeah. That's just a guess. I could be wrong. I don't be outside like that. I don't know what y'all listening to. Somebody told me that they like the Nims record now more in the club than they do like uh, Rowdy Rebels computers. I thought that that was crazy. What's the Nims record? I'm old. Um, Bing Bong? Whatever the Nims record is? Probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Drake, Wayne, and Nikki are selling 16,000 tickets. Yeah, like I, I, look, we don't even have to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I really think that, you know, one of those star chasers got to him. And, you know, I wasn't thinking immediately tickets. And if we were going to go down the conspiracy thing, I don't know if it was an internal young money thing. That's that's where my brain went. If it wasn't just strictly COVID, which it probably could just be COVID. Yeah. But we like to do conspiracy shit. And this is a podcast. Internal bullshit is what, what I can see. They've mm. definitely the three of them have had their ups and downs individually with each other. But I feel like they were good now, though. No. They got the C and Green record. Phenomenal record. Yeah. Um, I, I figured that was the, to let people know that, hey, we're good now. We've talked. You know, Drake and Wayne have still said, yo, anybody beef with Nikki is on. It's on. You know, they, they let them know they're still riding for Nick and nobody can't come at her. So, you know, I thought that th- that means that, yo, listen, everything is good. But again, this is a podcast. Conspiracy <sighs> theories. Okay, cool. Let's do it. I just feel like these three have publicly shown us that they all separately take things very personally. Mm-hmm. Nikki takes things personally. Drake takes things purposely. And Wayne in his own way takes things purposely. Not the same way Drake and Nikki do, but we've seen Wayne just take shit personally and be like, oh, fuck that. Um, I can see a one tiny thing causing a rift between the three of them. Especially if if seeing Green was more of a business move and we, they hadn't really settled shit but it's in a place where we could at least do this record and figure it out from there where is um where's wayne's legal shit at as far as crossing the border i'm pretty sure drake could have pulled some strings to come uh, yeah. across but i mean we just having conspiracies mm. maybe wayne couldn't cross mm. um for whatever reason i don't know i think wayne is 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 is, is good i don't think he's has any restrictions on travel or anything like that um, but again, that Canadian border. But but Drake got too much pull. He can get Wayne into, into right. Canada with no problem. I mean, have we seen? I know seeing Green happen after, but do we know where Nikki was with the whole Drake and Meek being fucking best friends again thing? I mean, I don't think Nikki is tripping off with Drake and 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 Meek being cool. I don't think she, yeah, she wouldn't have agreed to have. Yeah, doing I don't think I don't think I don't think she cares about that type of shit. I think we care more about that type of shit than, than she well, does. I don't care at all. Well, not, not, you. Oh, <laughs> not you, but I'm just saying, like the fans. I think that yeah. you know we bring that shit up and talk about that shit more than Nikki probably would. But um, I don't know either way. You know, if Drake is sick, you know, hopefully, you know, he gets over it soon and tests negative and can get another date. It's just fucked up because so many people traveled. To Canada this weekend for the um. Well, who knows how Wayne f- felt about Drake being mm. cool with Meek again? Because we've seen Wayne go to bat for Nikki countless times. Hot ninety seven said, "Don't do that shit. Fuck them." Uh, when Ross was trying to put Wayne and Pusha T on the same Maybach shit, he said, "Fuck you. No way. Take that shit off, or I'm not doing it." He's he's rode for his artist before, so yeah. I could see. I don't think I could see Wayne feeling a way more than Nikki for the. Drake and Meek shit. No way, man. Hell nah. I mean, it's fun to have. I'm just, spirits, I'm throwing shit. But I, yeah, I'm just, I'm throwing out. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, take that piece he, of paper. Throw he that probably in the caught COVID. <laughs> he got COVID. He got COVID. That's, yeah. that's what makes he the most sense. He has been running here. around here like a star chaser himself. Yeah, mm. yeah he has COVID. He, he needs to sit his ass down. 
He has COVID. Um, but again, prayers to Drake. Get well soon. Set a new date for the show because I'm pretty sure everybody is excited to see that. Maybe production, some shit wasn't ready. Yeah, could be, could be that too. You know, maybe we just shooting too high with the all other conspiracies. Maybe yeah. just production things. Wi Fi is out uh, again. Him bringing out, I always say her last name wrong. So if I'm saying it wrong, sorry. Nelly Furtado. Oh yeah, shit was. Fire. I always feel like I'm saying it like a breakfast food or something by accident. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's that's. That's, <laughs> that's a frittata. Yeah, a frittata. Well, for, Nelly, Nelly Furtado came out. I thought that was ill. I thought that was probably one of that was one of the one names of the that cooler, we didn't mention as far as like who would be coming out. I don't the, think we none of us mentioned Nelly no. Furtado. One of the cooler pop ups at a concert I think I've ever and seen. And she still looks amazing. Yeah, for sure. Looks great. Oh man. You know, Rory, sometimes in life things happen. And um well, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. It's just that the fact that, you know, our 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 guy Neo, man. He just put out an album. Trying to celebrate. And, it, and it's 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 funny how, you know, maybe you see these things coming. Name of his album is self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Great records on there. Uh one of my favorite projects so far this year. But now, this situation that has come to our phones in the last 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Is this self-explanatory or not? I think she went through his phone and he said pretty self-explanatory. Well, for those of you that do not that do not know Neo and his wife uh Crystal are now well she said that they're separated they're n- they're no longer together. Mm. Um after 8 years of being together. So, damn. She went to Twitter or she went to Instagram to uh update us on their marriage and their relationship. It she says say, um she say well. And this is Crystal Crystal Smith. Uh, She says, eight years, Mm. eight years of lies and deception, eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous of women who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Ah, fuck. Damn. Every last one of them. Was was she saying every last one of them was unprotected? Or did they sell it? I don't know. We don't know. Crystal, she's, listen, this is a, this is her dialogue. I don't know how she's. What angle she's well, the expensive from. escorts, I feel like, is the unprotected ones, and they probably take right. care of themselves because well, we would it's hope their job. we hope that yeah. everyone's taking care of themselves Every last if one they're them. having yeah. unprotected sex. Mm. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. Mm. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. I choose my happiness and health and my respect. I gained three beautiful children out of this, but nothing else but wasted years and heartache. I ask that you all please stop sending me videos or information of him cheating because what he does is no longer my concern. Who has the videos of Neo cheating? Right. I'm sure a bunch of people. Oh, God damn it. Put the cameras down. Right. Because what he does is no longer my concern. I am not a victim. I'm choosing to stand tall with my head held high. If someone can't love you the way you deserve, then it's up to you. To love yourself. Mm. With no hate in my heart, I wish him nothing but the best. And may he die and rot in hell. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> say all that then with no hate Crystal, in my heart, I wish him nothing Crystal, but the best. Crystal, there was pure venom coming from these words. <laughs> like, I was feeling her the whole yeah, way through. Like, yo, yeah. I get it. That sucks. And you it don't sucks that you got to say this publicly. You probably shouldn't have to, but then just to say, I wish him nothing but the best. You, yeah, don't, right. wish, you don't wish Neo nothing but the You, miss the him, you wish it, him you third week album sales and pain. Yeah, you wish him <laughs> a flop of an album 
Yeah. Um, you and were then, happy you didn't see him in the writing credits of the yeah, Beyonce right. album. Yeah, I mean, it, then you his know. hat falls off. Uh, and then Neo responded, correct? Mm-hmm. By ne- like by liking the post first of all. Well, yeah, he yeah, had he to liked be, the post, which yeah. is funny. Which I guess could be fall under narcissistic yeah, behavior. That's that's definitely <laughs> narcissistic behavior. Neo, you let that shit off. Uh, Neo says, for the sake of our children, my family and I will work through our challenges behind closed doors. Personal matters are not meant to be addressed and dissected in public forums. I simply ask that you please respect me and my family's privacy at this time, which is all in quotation marks. Which is also hilarious that you're asking the internet after you put this business out there to please respect the (laughs) privacy. No one is going to do that. But you only want privacy... (laughs) <laughs> when it's shit that you know you fucked up on. Like, of course. Like, yo, can y'all just respect my privacy at yeah. this time? <laughs> nah, fam. We want to know why you or was in the club. Ma- personal matters are not meant to be addressed and discussed, right? Yeah. Right after this tweet, he posted a video of one of his records saying, don't love me. <laughs> so, all right. So it was addressed in, uh, your personal matters were addressed in yeah. your music. Absolutely. Listen, Neo, um, you know, it's, it's fucked up. Neo's our guy. That's family. Um, you know, it's just fucked up that he has to deal with this and go through this. What? But, um, I mean, if he's cheating, it's fucked up. He fucked up if he's cheating. No, but you said it's fucked up that he has to go through this. I mean, well, his his shit is being played out in public, like his his infidelities and all of that. It's like it's fucked up that he has to go through that. Yeah, he if he cheated, he's wrong. He cheated. He's a married man. Yeah, he's wrong for that. I'm not saying he's not wrong, but it's fucked up that is being that like we all know about it. That's mm-hmm. the fucked up part. Like. Is whack. Should a cheater be outed? That's probably a better question. I mean, I think you run that. You can't be mad if you're outed, if you're cheating. If you're a married man and you have kids and you're out here cheating and she decides to, and you're a public figure. So, I mean, and your wife decides to let everybody know you're a cheater. That's part of it. You got to deal with it. Do you want my my therapy response to that? Yeah. Uh, She probably feels she now has had no control in her eight years that she was in a relationship and now this statement is the first step in trying to take control and make a decision on her own. How do you really And feel? not only that, women, women, women would, because she's embarrassed and she's hurt, she's going to try to embarrass you. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is something now, it's her decision and, I, and she probably feels like she hasn't had any decision making abilities within their relationship because everything was one lie. So this is just a step. Even if it's wrong, I can't say I don't understand when people get super hurt, they feel like this is going to make them feel better. We know it won't. Yeah. (laughs) But the mind of someone super hurt that's been lied to and they feel publicly embarrassed, mind you, I I have not paid attention to any of Neil's marriages or relationships or anything. Same. But who knows what her DMs look like? Maybe she feels like she was embarrassed publicly. I didn't even know. Well, yeah, because yeah, she's saying that's, people that's, are sending her videos and stuff like that. Cheating, so, which is kind of yeah. crazy. You know, which means that people are like, yo, you stupid for being with her, him. And this is who he's out with right now while you're at home. And da, 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 da. So you know, that shit. I mean, it, it's fucked up. But, you know, yeah. we know it happens. This isn't the first time right. that we've seen this. It's not going to be the last. Um, you know, it's just, again, it's just it's unfortunate because like, damn. Now you got to live with this shit. And, and it's just hard, man, because I trusted Neo with the fedoras. It's a it's a very trustworthy uh, yeah. outfit. Like when you put the fedora on, it's just so much trust that you know you should you should walk and and and, and just carry with yourself. I don't man. trust nobody wearing fedoras. Yeah, you never up. know what's under that hat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of tricks, a lot of tricks. Now she's independent. But they've been on they've been on Neil's ass before with this whole thing because his last wife it was a big thing. He told his last wife to get her tubes tied or burned or whatever, and then went because he didn't want any more kids. You can do that. You yes. can burn your tubes. Burn? Yes, you can. Yes. 
Like wait, just wait, 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 you wait. can get your tie, your tubes tied, I'd where they the- can be untied, or you can get them burned so that there there's no uh, fixing that. Like double knot it, don't burn them. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Oh, that's so it's final. Tight, tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it's so like final, final. Yeah. So he, yeah, he they you put like the sailors knot. Allegedly, he told his wife to do that, or I think she came out and said that he told her to do that because he didn't want a any square more kids. knot. And then he went and got remarried and had kids Monkey, with his new wife. Y'all. Damaris, I promise you, none of us give a fuck so about that shit you talking Cut it about. out. I don't, I give up. I just, Damaris got the whole breakdown on the former wife, the current wife. Oh my God. We don't give a Neo, you got caught cheating, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> put those, and wifey put that shit out there. Yeah, Neo, I'm going to laugh at you. I love you, but I'm going to laugh. Nigga, you got caught. Yeah. It is what it is. Told Shorty to put her tubes in a bowl and not. Didn't work. Yeah. Didn't work. She didn't work. Um, But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Rest in peace, Bill Russell. Legend. Uh, one of the biggest, most iconic athletes of his time. Uh, not just for, you know, what he did athletically, everything he stood for, mm-hmm. civil rights. Um, you know, Bill Russell was arguably the greatest champion ever, uh, greatest winner ever. And, um, Bill Russell passes away at 88. Mm-hmm. Yes. 88 years old, uh, long, healthy, productive, even, you know, you've seen him at, I think, last, was it last playoffs? He was at a, a couple games, I believe. Yeah, he was still, mm-hmm. he was very, yeah, he was definitely looked like he was still moving and, you know, still had his, had his bearings with him and everything like that. Um, so it was sad to hear about his, his, his passing over the weekend. He um, you know. Damn, I was trying to find. 11 championships, two as player coach, uh, all American, Olympian, got a medal of freedom. Yeah, just you I don't know. think anyone's won as much as yeah, him in anything. He just he just won. <laughs> he won in the game of life is what he did. Bill Russell is a, a one of the biggest figures in sports, if not the biggest figure in sports history. So, rest in peace, Bill Russell. Pl- prayers and condolences to his family. Um, prayers. And condolences to Celtics, Celtic Nation, the Celtic organization. He is, he he is the Celtics organization. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, man. But he lived he lived a productive full eighty eight years. Yeah. I mean, what a life. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. Um. I think uh, I think that's good for today. Mm-hmm. Tickets on sale. They are, they are on sale. Our tickets are available for our live shows. We're hitting the road. Uh, coming to a few cities, coming to see a few of the people. I don't know if we're gonna be doing meet and greets. I'm gonna be honest. This monkeypox thing is uh, <laughs> yeah, it is ramping yeah. up, which we're gonna figure out. And obviously, if we don't end up doing the meet and greets, all will be sent. You know, we'll send your money back. Yeah, I, I just I'm just <laughs> being honest. Give you with a you. nod. A lot of y'all are nasty. A lot of y'all don't wash your hands. A lot of y'all don't wash your ass. Can you tell people where you guys are gonna be? Uh, sep- September Sunday, September 18th. We're at Thalia Hall in Chicago. Mm-hmm. September 23rd, we're at Howard Theater, like Howard Theater, Washington, D.C. Washington, October 2nd, we're at the Underground in Charlotte, North Carolina. Then November 5th, we're going across the water. We're going to London. It's the pond. To the, Earth, the Earth Theater. November 13th, we'll be in Atlanta at Center Stage. We changed that date because we are not competing with the one music miss, fest, Miss Lauren Hill, Jasmine yeah, no, Sullivan, we're not, we're not, we're, little listen. baby. Oh, that's why we changed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah we we're not, self-aware. We're not gonna try to sell <laughs> tickets when Lauren Hill's in town. Like, who's doing that? 
Uh, November 19th, Dallas, Texas, Southside Music Hall. Hey. November 20th, Houston, Texas, Houston Improv. <laughs> Mall's going to be improv that night. Hey. I'm really excited like, about the Houston show. I'm really I know excited. you are. I know. I know. Shut up. <laughs> December 9th, we're in Seattle, Washington, Neptune Theater. <laughs> Damaris just want to shake ass. I, I, December 11th, oh. Portland, Oregon, the Aladdin Theater. And December 18th, Boston, Massachusetts at the Wilbur. And you guys know we have LA and New York shows coming. Yes, just trying to finalize the venue. Uh, For LA and New York, LA and New York will be on the uh, added on the date as well. I was at my local Rite Aid over the weekend purchasing some things and had my headphones in. And you know when you could tell someone's talking to you? Mm -hmm. I'm checking out the guy. Where's the New York show? It's like, (laughs) yeah, we're working on it, bro. Yeah, that shit crazy. (laughs) Yeah, we're working on it. Where's the condoms? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rory. All right. Yeah, he doesn't use I those things. Do um, so yeah, get your tickets now. Available now at newroryinmall.com. Newroryinmall.com. Hey, yo. Um, <laughs> listen, what you want me to do, man? This guy's immature. What you, listen, what are your plans for the week? I don't even give a fuck. I don't, do whatever the fuck you do when go I'm not around. Go on Patreon, around, please. Do whatever the yeah, fuck go, you do go when on I'm Patreon. not around. We're really going to be seeing each other damn near every day this week. So. Yeah. Shooting a lot of shit. Uh, sign up, sign up to our Patreon if you yep. haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, another episode of PRL coming this week. Yes. Sir. Um. So yeah, man. And more. And more. And <laughs> in more. Listen, man. <laughs> Are we done? Yeah, I'm sitting yeah. back chilling. Are we Just done, Damaris? We hit everything. Yeah, you sweet. satisfied? Let's go. She's never satisfied. Mm-hmm. She's never satisfied. Yeah, I'm never satisfied, but it'll do. Thank you. Okay, bye. Anyway, I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Y'all, y'all have a good week. Be safe. We'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. No, Warrior.